Hey friends, welcome to So Fired. I'm your host, Dr. Lindsay. And I'm Chelsea. This show is all about how getting fired together fired us up to pursue our dreams. We want you to learn from our mistakes, laugh with us, and live out the life of your dreams. Get ready to be so fired. Hey friends, welcome back to So Fired. I'm Dr. Lindsay. And I'm Chelsea. How's it going? Great. It's nice to see you in person. I know. It's been so long. It's been so long. It feels like six months. <laughs> it does, actually. That's great. I feel like 2022 is already over and it's 2023. <laughs> That's how long it's been. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> so, anything? Nope. I'm just, just happy to be back. Yeah. Um, I am. You're happy as well. Yeah. You're back. I'm happy to be back. I'm happy to not be sick anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So this week, today? Imposter syndrome. Ooh, Mm -hmm. good one. Yes. You know what? No matter who you are in this world, you're going to experience it. You know what? I agree with that. You know why? Why? Because here are some famous people. (laughs) (laughs) I just happened to know this off the top of my head. Oh, such a good memory. (laughs) Some famous individuals that also admit to having imposter syndrome and also is synonymous interchangeable with like imposter feelings or self-doubt. But anyway, some famous individuals, Maya Angelou, maybe oh. one of our <laughs> most impo- like famous poets yeah. in this century. She's getting her own quarter. Oh, mm-hmm. that's amazing. Yeah. Well-deserved. Yeah. So Albert Einstein. Mm. <laughs> He's no joke. Yeah. He only came up with a lot of <laughs> theories. No, books. Books. No, theories. Theories. Yeah. Right. I'm oh, sorry. I was looking at John Steinbeck. Oh, yeah. Okay. And Michelle Obama. Oh. Yeah. Now, if they have imposter syndrome, I better have it as well. <laughs> I'm going to be in the club. That's where all the cool people are. Uh, yeah. Go. Luckily, I am. When's a time when you've experienced imposter syndrome? All the time. No, not necessarily all the time. One light example is my dogs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I bought them under the impression they were poodles because I'm a big poodle fan. Big poodle fan. I think I've come to terms with it. They're almost 10, <laughs> but their bodies really don't meet the AKA yeah. kennel, kennel Club standards. Right. I think they're a hybrid, maybe mm-hmm. a Bichon, I don't know, whatever. And I love them and it doesn't change how much I love them. But people will come up to me and they're like, what breed are they? I was like, poodles. And they're like, really? Like pure poodle? And I stick to my guns and I know that I might be a fraud, (laughs) fraudulently trying to convince them, but that's what I want it to be. See, when I've been walking your dogs and people are like, what kind of dogs are they? I'm like, they're mini poodles. They're like, really? I'm like, yeah, you know, I mean, that's what I've been told. So I think that's what they are. And I'm just over explaining everything. I'm like, I don't know. They're cute. Same. (laughs) So I think. On a lighter level, that's an example of imposter syndrome. Right. And the over-explaining. Oh, yeah. That's totally one of them. A signature sign. That is indeed. So I broke down the definition of imposter. So the M, like the prefix, is just not or like impossible or undermining. I actually took it to be like not or misaligned. Right. So I thought, oh, isn't this clever? Because it's like the misalignment. Totally. Well, oh my gosh. I was like, oh, you're a chiropractor. Misalignment. That's yes. your jam too. That well, is my jam. not, you know, you're trying to undo that, but. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then not to mention the fraudulent, right? Yeah. And then 
trying to fool others. Mm-hmm. Yes. Intellectually. Uh, intellectually. Because technically, imposter syndrome, it's not a syndrome diagnosable. Right, right. It's a very big lack of self-confidence. Or self-doubt. And self-doubt. Yep. Yep. So there's not really like a diagnosis to it, but there's signs that you have it. Imposter feelings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also known as self-doubt. Yep. Right. Self-doubt, the over-explanation of who you are, what you do, what kind of dogs you have. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not feeling worthy and almost making it stop in your tracks before you start something. Mm. Yeah. Because you don't feel like you're worthy of even having that yep. title. So I also, this was my own thought. It's the difference between seeing versus feeling. The seeing is what other people see. Mm-hmm. versus what we feel like mm. and they're misaligned yes but it's not really our job to make them see us no but it's like. the difference of the way they see us which yeah. more than likely isn't a positive light right versus the way we feel about it mm-hmm. and that might be again self-doubt lack of confidence or if we're in a stressful situation and feeling underprepared yeah literally an incubator for imposter feelings. Um, totally. Yeah. And I feel like it comes up every single time you decide to do something new yeah. and every single time you are striving for a new goal because imposter syndrome, I feel like it has a negative connotation to it, but it's really just you pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone again. And then ideally, hopefully ideally. Yeah. 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 Ideally that's when it's popping up. I mean, that doesn't have to be true, but you're probably giving out your comfort zone trying to reinvent yourself, maybe trying to be someone else in the world, just growing. And it's not like a bad thing. No, it's a great thing. Yeah. Yeah. There's an imposter cycle. So there's two ways that it branches. You could have overpreparedness and, or you can have procrastination and that's Mm. where you're paralyzed by fear. Yes. That I have experience. And you know that I <laughs> the, have. Yes. The overpreparedness. No, not that part. Procrastination. <laughs> the procrastination. <laughs> it's more just the fear. Mm-hmm. The fear of unknown. It stopped me in my tracks. Right. So the overpreparedness, that's, I feel like that comes up a lot when we're just waiting to be ready and it has to be perfect before we do something, before we announce to the world that this is what we're doing. Yeah. And then the procrastination side of it. Yeah. Totally get that. Being stopped in the tracks. Yeah, but I've never seen you do that. I'll think of an example of feeling like an imposter. So Michelle Obama was quoted saying that when she feels the fear of self-doubt, like an imposter, she puts her head down and works even harder. And then she lets Mm. the work speak for itself. Mm. So you can't argue with that. I can't argue with that. That's a good tactic. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, that's a good one. (laughs) I mean, you know, when I first opened up the practice and I was a chiropractor, I'm like, oh, my chiropractor? I felt like such an imposter. Yeah, that's exactly how you said it. Yeah. You're like, hi, I'm Lindsay. I was like elbowing you in the ribs. Yeah. I'm like, say doctor. I'm like, hi, I'm not Lindsay. (laughs) It was like four days in which you didn't introduce yourself as Dr. Lindsay. Yeah. And then it became more natural obviously over time but yeah. it was so weird because I literally graduated one day and the next day you're a doctor yeah how does that work in this world it's so weird I couldn't wrap my mind around it myself yeah. you got a diploma yeah <laughs> there's a piece of paper telling me who I am but I had to say it so many times in order for myself to believe it 
So there's a paradox of self-doubt. So the greatness driven is fueled by self-doubt. Mm. Yeah. 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 Oh, here's something that is going to be hard for you to wrap your head around. Conspiracy theories are similar to self-doubt. Because conspiracy theories, you're finding ways to discount the evidence that contradicts the theory. Mm. So a self-doubt, you're finding evidence to contradict. So, yeah. So no amount of past evidence that you're talented seems to convince you that your fears are not warranted. Mm. That's a loaded that two cents. It's very loaded. <laughs> but do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. They're both trying to discount information. Hmm. That's like an extreme. That's a stretch. Yeah. But not far off. True. And that's how people get end up believing conspiracy theories because they make you doubt everything so adamantly. If, you, if someone has a strong enough voice and you're listening and you don't have like your own confidence and conviction, it's very easy to get swayed right. and believe. Right, right. Isn't that, I find that fascinating. There's also the confirmation bias when we're more oriented towards finding the evidence that supports the contrary. So mm-hmm. your self-doubt, confirmation bias, imposter feelings, and conspiracy theories like is a sub point. Yeah. But they're all kind of in that camp. Hmm. Right? Yeah. Because confirmation bias is like, if you're like a, a negative mindset or a self-doubt mindset, yeah. you're looking to confirm that. Oh, yeah. For okay. sure. Right. It's just that yeah. mindset. Yeah. That's a fancy way of saying it. Yes. <laughs> I'm confirming my doubt and my lack of ability and my comparison to others. Mm-hmm. I think that's like another branch of the imposter syndrome is the comparison game. Yep. Because when... You are an entrepreneur, for example, and you see someone else doing the same thing that you're doing and you're thinking, okay, well, I'm not a successful enough whatever because I don't have like this many followers or like, I'm not good. Like, I'm not that yet because I'm not at their level yet. Right. So that comparison game just goes back to that. It does. Confirmation of. (laughs) (laughs) There's literally no better way to say it. (laughs) So. Imposter syndrome was first introduced on the scene by two doctors. So you have Pauline Clance and Susan Imes. And they did this study in 1978. It was a great year. The study was high achieving women. Oh, right. I mean, Mm -hmm. like way to forecast. Yeah. Historically, retroactively. And these are very accomplished individuals who repeatedly have feelings of self-doubt despite their accomplishments. Mm. that's spot on that's spot on and actually I was reading about that as well as oh. how it shows up more in women because yep. we do put that pressure on us to do all the things and be everything to everyone yep. so that that's impossible to be 100 percent our vision like that feeling yeah that feeling because like we just put the pressure on ourselves to be like a really good friend, a really good businesswoman, a really good mom, a really good like fur mama and all the things. So mama. yeah, fur, fur mama. So it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy almost because we're just putting that pressure on us. And then no matter what we do, we just like never feel like it's enough. Okay. Here's a crazy thought too. Yeah. Praise mm-hmm. can backfire. Ooh, <laughs> what? <laughs> never. <laughs> I was like, really? I had a hard time. So praise can backfire if the level of praise exceeds the individual's actual accomplishment or, or what they believe that one has accomplished. Mm-hmm. 
I was like, oh, man. Yeah, I could see how that could happen because then you almost maybe feel like you're being mocked or just not taken seriously. Condescending. Yeah, condescending. That, Mm -hmm. and I'll wrap my experience with this is when I was doing fashion design. And you know this. (laughs) Boy, do you know this. Because I didn't believe it. And boy, did you witness Oh, I know. I saw that. I mean, you're not being able to identify as a doctor for four days. It pales in comparison for years that I wasn't able to define myself as a fashion designer. I felt like a fraud. Mm -hmm. Even though you literally (laughs) designed a jacket and there's a patent pending design. I don't know that it gets any better, like more of a confirmation than that. I can't tell you or I can't tell myself or explain why I felt. Like I was tricking people or fooling people. I don't know what that vision of a fashion designer is, but I never felt like one. Did you feel like when you're saying a fashion designer, the other people weren't taking it seriously? Is that where some of the self-doubt came in? Or was it, this is just by chance I designed something? Or where did the doubt come from? I don't know. Maybe I can figure it out by the end of this episode. But... I felt, I did feel like that praise, placating, mm-hmm. a little condescending. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> of course, it stems back to my childhood. <laughs> As all things do. Let's, let's go there. <laughs> so lack of praise in my family mm. and even in my adult relationships, where I feel like I'm always begging for a quote unquote gold star. Mm-hmm. And they reluctantly gave it to me. They're like, "Mm, okay, you did a great job. Right. It's not like actual genuine praise of any sort. No. Because you have to ask for it. Right. Mm -hmm. So I don't trust compliments. This I know as well. (laughs) (laughs) So, but I don't have the same problem with being a mobile notary. Maybe I did initially, but I know that I'm good at it. Yes. I would say there was a quite long period of time where you refused to say what you did at all. (laughs) I was embarrassed. I guess so. I don't know. What was it? I was embarrassed. Okay. Like, is this not really what a successful business lady does? So then that's your own self. Oh yeah. No, those are myself. No. Mm -hmm. And that's that initial, like what I mentioned initially, what other people see versus what I feel. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was, yeah, they were completely out of whack. Yeah. But now you own it. I embrace it because yes. I'm like, I am good at it. And I've recently started saying, I don't need a compliment. I don't need a gold star because I feel confident in what I'm doing is enough. Like I'm enough. Yes. That's always a good statement. That is always a good statement. That's one of the ways to get over imposter syndrome. Oh, what a segue. <laughs> yeah. So there's a few ways that you can help to move through the imposter syndrome and that statement of I am enough or I am a mobile notary, I am a fashion designer and repeating that until you actually believe it and feel confident in that, that's one big huge step forward. It is indeed. And you might have to say it a thousand times before you really feel good about it, but once you can can say that and not feel the need to over explain that to people, then that's also a good step in the right direction. I over-explained my fashion design and my jacket. Mm -hmm. Just because people couldn't envision it or 
understand it, I took that as that I was faking or intellectually trying to be a fraud. Right. So same thing when I started as a chiropractor, people are like, oh, you like crack necks and backs. I'm like, yeah, but it's also more than that. And I also do a lot of other things. I'm like, why am I explaining to you everything that I do? You think what you think and I'll just do me. That's right. Mm-hmm. Indeed. So yeah. do you have some other suggestions? Because I uh, yes. thought about this last night and it was like, I have this and I was hoping you'd fix me by the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> or at least have suggestions. You got it. So first of all, you know, recognizing that it exists. We definitely have gone through that and claiming your title. So I'm a mobile, mobile notary. And then if you're also feeling like that's not enough still, you can ask yourself these questions like, who do I serve? How do I help them? And what's their end result? Just so so that, making it about them? Don't you think we should make it about uh, ourselves No, first? make it about ourselves. So like I'm a mobile notary and I help people go on amazing vacations from refinancing their home and they live a life of their dreams. Oh, true. Mm-hmm. I also heard the suggestion of having a accomplishment journal, mm, a professional mm-hmm. accomplishment journal so that you can start to see Oh, wait, I forgot about this. And this is what I nailed yesterday. Yes. That's also a good reiteration yeah. of all your accomplishments. Okay. Sorry. I didn't mean so that's to... another one. Yeah. But when you, a lot of times what happens with imposter syndrome, we're waiting for something to happen for us to qualify us to be successful. So for example, if I see 50 patients a day, then I'll be a successful chiropractor. So it's setting these arbitrary goals that I don't even know where these numbers come from. They just pop up in my head or they just come from someone else and saying, okay, well, you have to hit this benchmark. Otherwise, you haven't made it yet. So when we get rid of those arbitrary benchmarks that we just make up in our minds and we know that we provide value to someone and we can say, like, I am a chiropractor and I help people live their elite life, then that's it. Like, I So what you're saying is as long as we believe it. Mm-hmm. And not waiting for something to happen in order to believe it. So, for example, when you start at a notary, you don't have to say, like, if I hit 10 signings this week, then I'm a notary. Mm-hmm. You know, you, sure. you did one. You're it. I know. Mm-hmm. I did feel very confident. I took control of it. Yes. So people can over-believe in their skill set. That is also true. <laughs> Right. Where they just and I find myself wishing that was the case where I'm like, why can't I just care despite whatever is real? Mm-hmm. Politicians do that all the time. All the time. Conspiracy theorists, trolls. So they have a bunch of people behind them being like, yes, yes. Everything you say. Is, yeah. All is politicians on both sides. Mm-hmm. Like totally. just politicians, period. Yes. Like or even some celebrities. I bet they feel it as well. Oh, yeah, Totally. They just have people telling them how amazing they are all day, every day. I should buy a team of people that whisper <laughs> in my ear. You're amazing. <laughs> You're or, doing it. Or I could just record myself and play it back. <laughs> anyway. True. So writing down those I am statements and repeating it until you believe it and not setting these make-believe goals for yourself. Yeah. And then the last thing is to acknowledge that we don't know everything about what we're doing. But as long as we're one step ahead of maybe someone else that wants to learn from us, I think you can still say you're like an expert or you still are like able to teach someone something to provide value. Right. You know, you might not be an expert, but at least like someone can learn from you. Sure. Mm -hmm. And I think the, what is it? 
the best way to learn is to teach. Mm -hmm. So it just, again, reinforces what we do know and then reinforces, oh, I, like you said, I know more, just a little bit more than this individual and I can be of service. Right. That always helps to yes. be of service to someone. Mm -hmm. Right. That's what you said in the beginning. Yeah. Just be of service. You don't have to know everything, but if you know one more thing, you can help someone else. Right. And so when I was really busy being a mobile notary, I didn't have time to make excuses or over explain. I just was mm -hmm. doing it. Getting back to Michelle Obama's point. Yeah. Yeah. Same with yeah. now I'm diverging from chiropractic into coaching yeah. and retreats. And those things have evolved and changed. And it was, we've made a change in Cabo, FYI, but acknowledging that, okay, I haven't done this before, but I know how to coach individuals. So I can know how to coach a group. I'm like I've led a team before. So I know how to like lead another team and the group of people. So even though I haven't specifically done that exact event, I know how to do it. Agreed. Now it's just implementing it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So do you have any fears or doubts? No, I feel really good about the retreat and my co-host is really amazing. So yeah, yeah I feel really good about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, it's not that much of a leap. It's not. You know, I'm sure I'll have some big imposter feelings the second that it starts or right before it happens. Right. Because it's going to be like, oh, my God, it's here. It's happening. Right. But I just got to do it. Take action and move plunge, through it. Take that plunge. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's how I get over that feeling. I know. Historically, I have, again, when it, as it relates to sewing and fashion, I would tell myself, run into the fear. Mm -hmm. Like... If there's fear, usually it's for a good reason. Yes. So it really can be a motivator, that fear. Mm -hmm. So again, that fuels. What does it fuel? F fuel. F fear fuels action. Yep. Yes. It's a tough one. It is. My tongue is not working that fast today. And the dispart is making it hard. <laughs> Her face is frozen. <laughs> At least my top flip is. Just being real. Being <laughs> real, folks. Okay, so to recap, imposter syndrome, it's a really big feeling of self-doubt, lack of confidence, not feeling like you belong in that situation. And, but you do belong. But you do belong. And you can overcome it by saying, I am this. I'm like, I am this and I provide this value and... I'm doing it. Like, oh, you know, one way we didn't discuss that people what? can get over their imposter syndrome. Wow. They can reach out to us. Yeah. Because we will DM or FaceTime or just a straight up old fashioned phone call and tell them like straight for like 10 minutes how great they are. Yes. Because they really are. We'll give you the appropriate amount of compliments and praise so that you feel <laughs> confident in what you're doing. And you can tell us. Ease up. Yeah. <laughs> that went a little bit too far. That's one too many compliments. Like, take that one back. Now, yeah. I know how that feels. So I'd be like, I get you. <laughs> Remember to acknowledge we don't know everything. Even your idol, who you think is the greatest person of whatever you want to be, they don't know everything either. So just remember that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I forget about that. Yeah. You, yeah. That pedestal. Yeah. Phenomenon. Yes. But I put you on a little pedestal. <laughs> but that's just respect and admiration. Okay, that's Thanks. a whole nother deal. <laughs> but my, still. Keep my pedestal close to the ground. <laughs> just a little bit more. 
All right, friends. We want to know if you've ever suffered from imposter syndrome. Yeah. What you did about it. And or what just other... the feelings of imposter. Yeah. Like what, what comes up when you feel like an imposter and what other tips do you have to get over this imposter syndrome? Yeah. If you could give us tips and suggestions, it would be helpful. Yep, we'll take them. And understand that we are putting our best effort into this podcast. Yeah. And <laughs> we are receiving praise every time you <laughs> listen, download, give us a review and thumbs up. Mm-hmm. Because, subscribe yeah we we don't know but we're learning yeah we're learning so we're just going through <laughs> we're doing it we're doing it <laughs> we're learning as we go <laughs> yeah and our confidence is Getting increasing yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so on that note <laughs> yes so uh, make sure you take a screenshot of this episode write your takeaways and tag us <laughs> at so fired pod on instagram make sure you follow us on instagram at so fired pod rate review and subscribe so you don't miss an episode And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Disclaimer. This podcast is produced for your universal listening pleasure. Any statements shared during our program are opinions and experiences of our team and guests. If you disagree with any content presented herein, please find another show before submitting nasty grams. This is a positive vibes only platform. If you love our show and want to connect, share your experiences, or know someone who we should interview on future episodes, please don't hesitate to get in touch through our website or Instagram. Thanks for listening to this program brought to you by Daydreamer Network. If you enjoyed the episode, please don't forget to rate and review on Apple Podcasts or your preferred platform. Your feedback allows us to rank on the best new shows list and continue to grow our podcasts in order to bring more unique and talented storytellers to the network. To check out our shows, including programs about relationships, sports, business, nutrition, leisure, and more, head to www.daydreamernetwork.com. We look forward to seeing you back next week for another great episode. Have a wonderful day.